Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. Shot in 4K ultra high definition, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. One more morning with a freeze warning in effect, but today everything changes. We begin to warm up. We won't see cold temperatures like this for a while. Well, today the Wake County School Board will vote on whether to increase pay for hard to fill positions, including bus drivers. We'll explain who would qualify for raises if the proposal is passed. And addressing mental health issues among college students in the UNC system. Details on the work being done by hundreds of campus leaders today. We are here to get your Tuesday started. Welcome. It is 430. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Ken Smith in for Jeff Hogan. And you just get the sense that our farmers were really busy last night because the winter saying not so fast. Just keep holding on. Let's get back over to meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner, the WR Severe Weather Center, tracking our day for us. It's definitely been rough for fruit farmers for the last week or so as we've had these mornings where we've had temperatures below freezing. We had several of those last week and then, of course, yesterday and this morning. But this should be the end of it at least for a while and they can get some sleep. 30 degrees right now. We do have light wind, so we don't have a wind chill to deal with. This is a live look down Fayetteville Street toward the Capitol building. Our temperatures across the area are in the 20s and 30s. It's 26 in Southern Pines and in Goldsboro, 29 in Rocky Mount, 23 in Roxboro. We're sitting at 30 in the Triangle and 31 for Fayetteville and 30 in Clinton. So everybody's sitting uh, below freezing this morning. And our temperatures are running just a couple of degrees cooler than yesterday, about three to five degrees, six degrees in a few spots. Spots. So we'll keep it to below freezing up until around 9 a.m. And then after that, temperatures are going to climb nicely. We'll be in the mid-60s for this afternoon with lots of sunshine. Tomorrow's going to bring us some showers. I'll show you the timeline for that coming up. Elizabeth, thanks. We're breaking news overnight. Fire officials are working to figure out what caused the fire that damaged the home in Wendell. The fire broke out on Lyles Dean Road just after midnight. The WRL breaking news tracker was there. Crews cleared the scene around 2.30 this morning. Today, the Wake County School Board will vote on whether to increase pay for hard-to-fill positions, including bus drivers. WR's Laura Levine joins us live to explain what's included in this proposal as the driver shortage only gets worse. Laura. Yeah, Renee. Now, I've been speaking with drivers who work here at Wake County Public Schools, and they tell me that if they want to keep and also recruit more bus drivers, they're going to have to give up more money. So today, the district leaders are hoping that attendance bonuses will be something that would help. Now, school bus drivers and bus team leaders are currently eligible for about $500 attendance bonuses for each semester of the school year. They're allowed to miss up to two days of work to remain eligible. But during the most recent semester, 47% of bus drivers and bus team leaders qualified. That's only 308 out of 660 employees. So the revised bonus would extend to more transportation employees, including safety assistants and mechanics. It would be $200 for each month and employees, that's if employees have a perfect attendance over a 10-month school year. That would equate to about $2,000 extra additionally uh, annually. And so school leaders, again, meeting today, we're going to 
follow that meeting to see what happens and what comes from it. Laura Levine, WREL News, live in Wake County. Well, today we will learn about the innovative work being done on college campuses and all across the state to address mental health. President of the UNC System, Peter Hans, will speak about mental health issues with hundreds of campus leaders today. WRL's Nair Harden is in Chapel Hill this morning to explain the step officials are taking to address this mental health issues on college campuses. Nair. Ken, we know this is a very serious topic, and that's why today we are going to see hundreds of professionals that are going to be meeting here, health professionals as well as professionals here with UNC. They'll meet at the Friday Center today to be able to discuss mental health and ways to deal with that and work around uh, the issues that we are currently seeing. The theme is connecting and collaborating to create a strong and healthy future. The day-long event will include 40 educational sessions that are focused on the work taking place on campuses across the UNC system. New funding received last month from the governor's office will focus on prevention, including resilience training for incoming students and grants for campus programs that develop life skills and healthy mindsets. The World Health Organization found that 29% of first-year college students in the United States was diagnosed with at least one mental health disorder during their lifetime. The work, um, parents' expectations, and then all the things that are going on that we all are experiencing. So coming out of a pandemic, um, just, you know, the the way that the economy is, you know, looking for a job when you graduate. So putting all that together is just um, an enormous pressure. UNC's president will be speaking this afternoon. WRAL will have that in our later newscast. Nia Harden, WRAL News in Chapel Hill. Breaking overnight, sources now tell NBC News it's not likely former President Donald Trump will be indicted and arrested today in New York. Those sources say a grand jury there isn't expected to meet again until tomorrow. Jurors are weighing whether to hand down an indictment linked to hush money payments made to adult film actress Stormy Daniels during, during the 2016 presidential campaign. Trump has said he would be arrested today, but the prosecutor has not confirmed that. Trump would be the first president to face a criminal indictment. The lawmakers in Raleigh want to put an end to COVID-19 vaccine rules in schools. The House Health Committee is discussing a bill today prohibiting state and local governments from requiring employees to get COVID shots. The bill would also stop public schools from requiring anyone to get COVID vaccines. It also would prohibit schools from enforcing mask mandates or quarantining healthy students. We're working to learn what started a fire that damaged a home in Anger. Several fire departments responded to Benson Road around 9.30 last night. Two people were home at the time, but they were able to make it out safely with their pet cat. The homeowner told WREL everything of value is out of the home, most importantly, his family. The road was shut down while firefighters worked to put out the flames. The fire was under control within 45 minutes. There is damage throughout the house. Well, this morning we'll learn more about the history of uh, police visits at a home in Cary where a body was found in a fire pit. The body has been sent to the medical examiner's office for identification. The homeowner was found with a self-inflicted gunshot wound inside an RV in that driveway. There was also a woman found inside another RV on the property. This was all uncovered when Cary firefighters responded to the home on Dorset Drive Sunday morning. Investigators say that call was for an illegal trash burn. 
we are just as disturbed as everyone else is. Uh, this is not a typical event that happens in Cary. You know, Cary typically ranks as one of the safest cities and we're very proud of that distinction. Uh, however, that doesn't mean that we are immune to things happening here, but something of this nature is definitely outside of the norm. So it is raising a lot of questions. Cary police say the homeowner who shot himself is in critical condition. Officers say they're not ruling out charges against him. The stock market showed signs of recovery as hope grows that the banking crisis will be contained. Wall Street rallied yesterday after the takeover of Credit Suisse by UBS, engineered by the Swiss government. Shares of Credit Suisse itself, however, dropped sharply. The $3 billion merger could put about 10,000 jobs at stake. It's unclear how Credit Suisse's technology campus in Research Triangle Park may be impacted. The town of Fuquay Verena could be the next triangle community to develop a social district. The town's board of commissioners will discuss it during their meeting tonight. Social districts will allow people to walk in designated downtown areas with alcoholic drinks they bought at participating businesses. Raleigh, Durham, Garner and many other local communities have already implemented one. Durham residents are asking for more funding for their heart program. After the break, the huge impact the team has already made in the community less than a year after getting started. Plus. In my heart, this was not a hit and run. I think he was murdered and I just need to prove. Well, the son of Alex Murdoch is speaking out for the first time about the investigation into the death of Stephen Smith as investigators reopen that case. And here's a live look at Durham at the American Tobacco Campus. A cold start this morning, but by the afternoon, it's going to start to feel more like spring. We'll check in with meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner after the break. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 442 and it's a cold start out there. We have a freeze warning in effect this morning. It is 29 in Rocky Mount, 30 in Durham and Raleigh. Our skies are nice and clear. It's going to be a nice day today. Temperatures are going to climb into the mid 60s with some sunshine. So heading out the door, definitely a coat to start with, but then you'll likely want to shed that coat, of course, as we get into the afternoon. Walking the dog this morning, temperatures are going to be in the 30s all the way up until around 10 a.m. But then we'll have a fairly quick warm up. We jump to 54 at lunchtime and then into the mid 60s as we head through the afternoon and into the evening. Again, today stays nice and bright, but tomorrow we'll start to see some clouds rolling in. We do have some showers in the forecast for tomorrow and some slightly cooler temperatures. We are still on track for temperatures close to records, though, by the end of the week. One of former Donald, President Donald Trump's top political opponents is breaking his silence on the hush money case being investigated by a Manhattan grand jury. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis focused his comments on the prosecutor. That if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda. Well, Trump responded on his social media page by insulting DeSantis and raising questions about his sexuality. DeSantis is seen as a potential Republican rival in 2024 for the president, but it should be noted he has not announced his candidacy. Other Republicans have been divided on whether to defend Trump. 
The son of Alec Murdoch is breaking his silence in the case of Stephen Smith, a 19-year-old student found dead on a South Carolina road in 2015. Buster Murdoch issued a statement Monday saying he, quote, unequivocally denies any involvement in Smith's death. This comes after state authorities reopened the investigation into Smith's death based upon information learned during its investigation into the murders of Paul and Maggie Murdoch. Smith's family had already raised more than $60,000 towards an exhumation and a private autopsy to fund their own investigation. On a GoFundMe page, the Smith family asked for the public's help in funding their own fight for justice. Well, more help is becoming available for victims of domestic violence. The Department of Health and Human Services created a new office, the Office of Family Violence Prevention and Services. It will help victims of domestic violence, intimate partner violence, and dating violence. It will offer prevention programs, survivor services, and offer help to the whole family. Officials say the new office is funded by the American Rescue Plan. The man once in charge of two Tobacco Road sports cafes will be back in court next Monday. Officers took Raid Abdel Amra into custody Monday on charges of embezzlement. Investigators say he took more than one and a half million dollars in state sales tax between 2012 and 2019. And during that time, Amra ran Tobacco Road sports cafes in Durham and Chapel Hill. Well, the number of children in the U.S. who died from poisoning rose significantly in 2021. The U.N. Consumer Product Safety Commission reports a 37% spike. These are cases involving children under the age of five who got a hold of prescribed or illegal drugs. About eight in ten of the poisonings happened at home. Officials remind parents to keep medications and cleaning supplies out of the reach of children. And I'm following some breaking news in the WREL Live Center. The Prime Minister of Japan has made a surprise visit to Ukraine. We have some video here. Uh, China's President Xi Jinping is meeting with Vladimir Putin in Moscow right now. Fumio Kishida arrived in Kyiv this morning by train from Poland. He is meeting with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky in a show of support for Ukraine. Kishida had been the only G7 leader who had not visited Ukraine since the war with Russia began. People in Durham are asking for more money for the city's heart program. This is a team of social workers and counselors who respond to nonviolent 911 calls. It's currently only in downtown and eastern parts of Durham. Since its launch in June, Heart has responded to more than 3,000 calls. I think it's so important to have these unarmed um, crisis counselors that we can have so that people have another option. Because I think for a lot of uh, black people like me in America, it can be a, a very difficult thing to consider should I call the police in this situation. Calls related to trespassing and mental health crises are high on Hart's response list. Right now, the program only operates during limited hours. Well, Gerber is recalling a popular brand of baby formula because it may be contaminated. Gerber's parent company says some batches of the Good Start Soothe Pro formula may contain a common bacteria that could cause premature infants to have poor feeding, experience excessive crying and low energy. So far, the bacteria has not been found in any products that have made it to store shelves. President Biden will award National Humanities Medals and the National Medal of the Arts today. Some of the honorees this year include actor and producer Mindy Kaling, singer Gladys Knight, and actor and comedian Julia Louis-Dreyfus. 
Singer Bruce Springsteen and designer Vera Wang will also be recognized. The National Media of the Arts is the highest American award given to people that have advanced arts in the U.S. Well, there's definitely another heavy coat morning out there. Let's get over to meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner tracking how our day is going to shape up. We're going to see a nice warm up today. Our winds are going to shift to southerly as we get through the afternoon and start to warm us back up into the 60s. We hit 55 yesterday. We could be as much as 10 degrees warmer today. It's nice and quiet out there this morning. It is 30 degrees. We do have another freeze warning that's in effect this morning, but no more freezing temperatures in the seven day forecast beyond today. Our dew point's 22. That just means it is very dry. We'll hold it in the 30s all the way until around 10 a.m. and then temperatures will begin to climb. So it's going to be a chilly morning for all of us. Again, we do have that freeze warning that's in effect this morning for the entire viewing area. Our temperatures right now are in the 20s in most places. 23 in Roxburgh, 25 in South Hill, 29 in Rocky Mountain Wilson. It's 27 degrees in Goldsboro, 29 in Clinton, and 26 degrees in Southern Pine. So it's a cold start out there. So as we start to warm things up into the 70s and 80s this week, you may wonder, oh, is it okay to go ahead and plant? You want to give it another two weeks. Our average last spring freeze for most of the viewing area is April 1st through the 11th. And that's about two weeks or so from now. Uh, we do have freezing temperatures that have been reported all the way into May. But typically, if you can, you know, give it all the way until that uh, first to second week in April, you should be okay. Take a look at what things have been like so far this March. We started off really warm. You see all those red uh, numbers there. That's where temperatures were above normal. And then we made an abrupt change from the 10th to the 15th. We had below normal temperatures, warmed up briefly the 16th and 17th. And then since then, we've been below normal. We're about to change it up now to see temperatures above normal. So it's been a big up and down flip flop kind of a month for us with our temperatures. We'll climb into the mid 60s this afternoon, which will be right on normal. Normal is 64. Temperatures may drop a little bit tomorrow as we see some showers that work their way back in. We're dry Thursday and Friday with 80s and then Saturday I'm tracking another round of rain, but highs will still be in the 70s. Tomorrow or Thursday, I should say that 80 degrees is not likely to hit a record. The record was 93 set back in 19. But on Friday, we're close to it. 85, the forecast, 88, the previous record high. Warmer air is definitely coming. You can watch that start to build back to our west, and it moves in here really starting uh, as we get into, say, Thursday, Friday, and continues into the weekend. So nice warm weather coming our way. Tomorrow is going to bring us some showers. Coming up, I'm going to walk through tomorrow. And again on Saturday, we have the chance for rain. So we'll walk through Futurecast those days so you can plan around it. Elizabeth, thanks. Well, a photographer gets the shot of a lifetime. How he was able to get a shot of a bald eagle stealing a slice of pizza. <laughs> A United Nations report released Monday says the world is on the brink of catastrophic warming, but it's not all doom and gloom. Feasible and effective options exist to reduce greenhouse gas emissions if the biggest polluters take swift action. WRL climate change reporter Liz McLaughlin explains how North Carolina plays a role in doing just that. The climate time bomb is ticking. A stark warning today from the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change that the world is nearing its last chance to prevent the Earth from reaching a dangerous climate threshold. There's really no time to lose. Uh, every fraction 
of a degree matters when it comes to this fight. The Earth has already warmed more than two degrees Fahrenheit since pre-industrial times, and according to the new UN report, is set to surpass the Paris 2.7 degree warming limit by the early 2030s. We need some of these highest emitters, some of these biggest economies to move fastest, furthest. United Nations leaders are pushing rich, developed countries such as the U.S. to eliminate carbon emissions completely by 2040, about a decade sooner than current goals. I think on behalf of the world scientists, I can say we've been sounding the alarm bells now for several decades. Uh the report comes as the U.S. continues to approve new fossil fuel projects, including a large drilling project in Alaska known as Willow, approved last week by the Biden administration. It would lock in three decades of fossil fuel uh, production and burning that we cannot afford. The report says there's still a chance to change course by cutting greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030, a goal already adopted by North Carolina in Governor Cooper's executive order last January. But according to a decarbonization analysis released last month, the state is expected to miss that mark, with projections that it will only reach a 46 percent reduction in emissions by 2030 we can be more aggressive and um, reduce more quickly. Having North Carolina play its role in helping to achieve national and international targets of where we want to see emissions go. According to the UN report, delays of even a few years for global targets could ensure a hotter, more dangerous future. Liz McLaughlin, WREL News. We know you're getting ready for the day, but take a moment and check this out. A New York Zoo has three new additions. These baby sand cats were born last month at the Ross Park Zoo. The sand cat is a small wildcat native to places like the Sahara Desert and Central Asia. They live in an indoor habitat at the zoo so they can stay in a warm climate. They are adorable. If you've ever wondered what America's national bird loves to eat, these pictures might have your answer. A photographer in Connecticut caught some shots of a bald eagle swooping down and grabbing some lunch with its talons. It wasn't until he took a closer look that he saw the lunch was actually a slice of pizza. Yes, the bird beat out four crows for the slice. It is 4.57. A pay raise for Wake County school bus drivers could be passed today. We'll break down how much drivers' paychecks could go up as the driver shortage continues to get worse. Also coming up at the top of the hour, we will learn about the innovative work being done on college campuses all across the state to address mental health. And new information on the possible indictment of former President Trump. What we've learned about the likeliness of that happening today in just the last few hours. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.